We're here to share with you inspiring stories that bring to life all the little and big ways that people bring more love, joy, laughter, and humanness to everyday life. Our focus is the hunt for those little moments that refuel the human soul and reminds us what life is really all about. I invite you to sit back, enjoy the moments, enjoy the stories, the adventures, and the journeys. to another episode of What the World Needs More of. My name is Jerick Robbins. I am your host for this journey. Today, I am joined by Nicole Walters. Nicole, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Jerick. Well, I am thrilled to have you, and we're going to dive right into the question of the show, which is what do you believe the world needs more of? What does the world need more of? I'd like to say um, good facial exfoliation and strong, trustworthy eyebrows, um, you know, which is always beneficial. But the reality is the world needs more of people living in their purpose and doing the thing that they're aligned to do and shaking what society is telling them they're supposed to do. Because uh, everyone has a unique gift and if they can contribute that to the world, the world actually becomes a better place. Uh, I love it. I love it. And how did you come to that decision or distinction? And how do you bring that into the world each day? Well, that's what I had to do in order to get where I am today. So I started off, um, you know, I grew up in DC, the child of African immigrants. My dad drove a cab for 40 years and my mom was a secretary at a boating insurance company. And I used to spend a lot of time riding through the city streets of DC, you know, looking at these massive office buildings with fancy people in them while I was sleeping on a couch until I was 12. And my dad used to tell me, you know what, you've got choices. You can, you know, clean the inside of one of those buildings or you can have your name on one. And I realized that just the fact that I had someone speaking that type of life into me is part of why I am where I am today. And I've managed to build a business where I help people get to where being what they want to be in life and, and loving the lives that they live. So it's, um, it's amazing and it's empowering to be able to do that and spread that message. But I come by it honestly. I, I used to think I couldn't be much and I proved all of that wrong. Ah, beautiful, beautiful. Now here's a question. Now that you figured out you can be much and much more than you imagined back then, what would you consider to be your wow factor? What makes you uniquely you and what are some of the moments that help shape it? Sure. Well, one of the things that I think I do very differently is uh, I'm incredibly vulnerable and I'm incredibly forthright with people about my hot mess express. So uh, whether it's in a viral video where I am screaming about how I just dropped my three-year-old in the toilet, or I am, uh, you know, picking up the phone to call my students and do things that are a little bit old school, you know, picking up the phone and dealing with my clients or grabbing a cup of coffee with them. These are things that in the age of automation, uh, we've managed to automate out our relationships and we don't interact. And I really believe that we automate systems and not relationships. And that I think is my distinct wow factor. I just keep it real and I treat people like people because they deserve it. Very cool. Now there was a story you highlighted in there that I'm going to need to know more about, <laughs> which was how in the world did you drop your three-year-old in the toilet? <laughs> foremost, any moms or anybody out here who's listening to this that's a parent, you know that this is totally possible. So we're not even going to play. <laughs> we're not even going to play the like Nicole's random card. Everyone has dropped their kid in the toilet before. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> that's 
said, um, I'm the adopted mother of three girls. So I have a seven-year-old, a now seven-year-old, 16-year-old, and a 19-year-old. And they're three sisters. And uh, we actually met them. Um, we met their mother first on a Baltimore City street. She was panhandling and um, dealing with a lot of struggles. And before we knew it, we started mentoring the girls, mentoring their mother. And unfortunately, things changed and she had to go serve some time. So we took in the girls after about a month. And um, one month led to a year and a year led to four. And now we went from mentors to mom and dad. So uh, that said, I, I give all that background to say that I had no idea, you know, that I was going to become a parent to a three-year-old impromptu. And so that's why one, I, I didn't know what to do when it came time for, you know, proper potty training and using, you know, the big girl toilet. And, um, there's like tools for that. There's like little things to make it mini. And, um, I just wasn't aware of that. So I sent her in there and, you know, she kind of looked at me and said, mom, I have to do a number two. And I looked at her and I was like, I really have nothing to do with that. <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. And she's looking at me to like hold and support her. And I, and I had a freak out moment. I kind of let go. And she started sliding back and I was like, oh, no, no, no. And it was then that I realized there's got to be an answer. And there was. And I reached out to my resources. And they said, there's like a potty thing. <laughs> so that's how I almost dropped my kid in the toilet. But I got it right. And she's perfectly fine. She's seven now. <laughs> Okay, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. I, w I was watching, I think his handle is I am Zoe. Uh huh. Um, and it is this guy, and he, he creates some of the funniest little Instagram videos where he goes, Hey, friend. And it's usually a little kid yes, on the other I side. Yeah, having conversations. Yes. And my favorite one is it pop the screen lights up, and it's him on FaceTime. And he goes, Hey, friend. And he goes, what are you doing? And it's a little kid sitting fully in the toilet. Oh, man. And he goes, oh, friend, uh-uh, uh-uh, friend. You get out of there right now, friend. And the kid stands up, and he goes, okay, come on. And then the kid starts stomping around in the water, and he's like, no, friend, no. And the kid's laughing and kicking water everywhere. It's, it's, oh so I wasn't sure if it was one of those moments, but this no, your moment makes a lot that. more sense than the kid yeah, who was no. taking a – a uh, jacuzzi in the toilet that day. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't like that. And thank goodness it wasn't. Cause I think I might've run from parenting if that happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there's something else beautiful you said. And, and there's a movie that came out recently called, I think it was called instant family. Yes. It's basically the movie of my life. <laughs> it was, when it came out, I was like, are they watching me? <laughs> it was so beautiful. And it was so real. And it was so funny. My, on both sides of my, my family, my, my wife, um, his mom was adopted and they had like 11 foster kids in the house and all kinds wow. of stuff. And then on my, my dad's side, my stepmom, uh, her, her family was always fostering and adopting sure. and stuff like that. And so lots and lots and lots of stories and love there. So we went and watched the movie and cried. And I, I think the part of the movie where you hated the characters, but you also felt for them and loved them at the same time was when the parents locked themselves in the bedroom yes. and they looked at each other and they're like, I hate them yes i hate them yes. we should just give them back yes. and, and you're like oh i hate these people right now why would they say something like that and then you're like yeah it, it kind of feels that way sometimes it's real life and every parent has this moment and i think that in showing how i build my entrepreneurial business but also showing how i balance parenting and life that's something a lot of people relate to you have these moments where you sit in the car outside of target and you're like am i gonna drive back home because those people are there you know and you have these moments where your kids do something just crazy but it's like normal teenager things but you're like guys you are making me have to actually parent right now this isn't the fun part you're gonna make me parent you you know and you just kind of say to yourself i chose this 
why did I choose this again? But overwhelmingly, every single day when you watch them grow and light up and be positive and you see them shape into these people that you know are going to change the world, you just realize there's, they're the greatest gift that's ever happened to you. And I would never, ever go back. Mm. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Now, here's our next question, which is what is a moment along the way that made you feel incredibly humble? Oh, my goodness. Um, had a couple. <laughs> There's nothing hum more humbling than entrepreneurship, whether it is launching your first product and realizing, oh, my goodness, I had this huge multi six figure launch and this is amazing. And then realizing, oh, my gosh, I have to serve the pants off these people because they've they've actually signed up and that they trusted me to help guide them in their business journey and help them grow and develop. So those moments are pretty humbling. and They happen all the time. But I think overwhelmingly the stage that I'm in right now this season has just been truly humbling because I have scaled up my business to 15 full-time employees. And you know, that is a lot for a small business owner, but it's not a lot in the grand scheme of business. But for me, these, each of these employees represents not just being able to help and grow my business or a single person that, you know, I'm giving a paycheck, but I know their kids and I know their goals and I know their aspirations. And, and when I realize every single day that I have a huge responsibility, not just to them and the business, but to their families, um, it does remind you of the role that you play sort of in the greater ecosystem of business and life. And, um, and it makes you feel a little small and it reminds you that, you know, you've got to work hard to feel big and, and it kind of keeps me in place, but it, it keeps things in perspective. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. What about an awe inspiring moment, a moment that left your jaw on the ground and a feeling of awe? Oh my gosh. So, um, What's great about having the type of work where you empower people to, uh, with tools, one, to build a business that's effective and smart and generates revenue, but also with the mindset that it's something that they're capable of doing and that they aren't limited at all, well, the moments, the all moments come where you see those light bulbs and you get those stories, you know, that kind of fuel you where they say, you know, I just want to let you know, I never thought I could do this, but because of this thing that you said, which on, on, on the giving side of it is usually pretty minuscule or doesn't feel that big, but on the receiving side is massive. You know, I'm, I was able to, you know, pay for my child's, you know, school fees, you know, and you realize, wow, there is a trickle down and a ripple effect behind living in your purpose. Because if you live in your purpose, you can empower someone else to live in theirs. That's right. Give us a specific, take us into a specific moment where, and it's, oh, you don't need names, sure. obviously that's their privacy sure, if it's a client, but, but when was a specific time or a specific moment where, where this happened that just got you, you know? I'll, sure. I'll, sure. So, uh, I started my business off on Periscope, which is a live streaming platform not too long ago. That was, you know, really, really booming when it first launched. And, uh, I went live every single day. Live is my jam. I just really like connecting with people. I love telling stories and interacting and just making people laugh while helping them learn. And on Periscope, I'd go live every two to three times a day, uh, sharing either business tips and strategies, what I was learning, or sometimes what I was making for dinner. And I have, this huge following. Actually, Periscope is where I quit my job live online in front of 10,000 people. So, I mean, they really have been on the journey with me uh, from, from the start. And I was on there one day just sharing one of my regular stories and uh, one of my viewers tuned in and said, hey, you know, Nicole, I'd really love to send you an email and I'm sending it to your inbox and I just really hope you read it. And I was like, of course I'll read it, you know, uh, just send it my way. And so I finished my broadcast and I went over to my inbox to read this email and this woman told me that uh, she had a son who was uh, 
currently in treatment for cancer. And she spends all of her time in the uh, cancer ward, you know, going through chemotherapy sessions and just sitting with him, hoping that he'll recover. And she said that these are very dark days for her. They're hard because as a mother, she felt limited. I can't really do much for him than, other than be there. And, you know, it's difficult because it's not a happy place. A lot of people there are, uh, you know, struggling and trying to make it happen. And she said that my podcast, these, these are my, my periscopes, these live streams that I do are the bright moment that these are, she finds herself actually sitting in a waiting room while her son is receiving chemotherapy treatment and laughing. And she said that sometimes she just laughs so hard at whatever it is that I'm telling, whatever silly story happened that day, that it just, it lightens her up and she gets to sort of leave the moment and remember that there's a brighter side after all of these treatments are done and she feels optimistic and it renews her hope. And it was one of those things that not only was just an odd drop, but it was also um, just a God wink. It just let me know that, hey, you know, you're thinking you're putting something out into the void. You don't really see the people on the other side and you're just trying to bring a little bit of joy, but you realize that it does actually create change because on the receiving end, you never know what people are going through and the ability, because you stepped in your purpose when you did, to change the ripple effect of their happiness down the line. Mm, so true and so beautiful. Um, you never know what people are going through. And, and mm -hmm. you know, I, I, our company mission was refined and refined and refined and it got down to to reach the person that needs us most at the moment they need it with the message they need. Yes. And I've always said, we don't know who they are, where they are, what they need, but every day we push out good thoughts like this conversation in hopes that it'll reach them at the moment they need it most. Right. And, and like you said, it's a blessing that you get those messages where people reach out and say, you know, you were making dinner and doing something silly, but you don't yeah. realize how, by taking the time to share that with somebody. And a lot of people, I'm gonna give you a lot of props here, a lot of people find it uncomfortable to share totally. random bits of their life with the world. They, they, they find it uncomfortable to do that, but you don't realize how you sharing something silly or fun or normal or, or amazing or incredible, like any bit, by you sharing that piece, it hits someone at the moment they need it the most. And, and it either A, just, pat on the back in the right direction or B it could be as deep as saving that person's life in that moment and help them Absolutely. see a little bit of moonlight in their darkest hour. It, it's like you, you become that, what you said, that God wink or, or that you become that little light in their life that says, Hey, keep trying, keep going. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's so amazing to do that for people. I, I think there's a piece that's missing where, you know, so many people are caught up in how many numbers and how many mm -hmm. followers and how many likes and, can I get paid for this and all this stuff? Right. And they don't realize like, you know, that, that little quote you put out there might've saved someone's life last night. And I think that's more important than, than a lot of the other details. The other details are fun for business or, or whatever we're optimizing for. But, but, but at the same time, the, the depth that it can hit someone in the soul is, is beautiful. There's a little video of these three little kids arguing over the weather and a girl comes up and pokes yes. the kid in the chest and he goes, ow, you poked me in my heart. Oh. And, and I always laugh and I say, I try to poke people in their soul every day, but in a mm -hmm. loving way, like I want to poke a little love in there. Yes. And, and I, I, I always, just, my wife and I tease each other all the time. You're like, you poke me in the heart. Uh, <laughs> no, we joke. But here, here's a twist. What's your greatest fear? I guess my greatest fear is that thing that you've ever, I mean, truly it inspires fear in me is if you've ever heard that quote where they say, um, hell is where you meet where the person you are meets the person you could have become. Um, 
that is my greatest fear is is never becoming all that I could have been and never impacting all the people I could have impacted. And um, that's the thing that motivates me to get up and keep moving and driving every day. The thing we're talking about right now, which is someone's waiting on your message. And it's my dream to, you know, inspire that person. Who knows? Maybe the person who pops onto my podcast one day or pops onto one of my live broadcasts will say, oh my gosh, this is the thing that makes me want to quit, go back to medical school and cure cancer. <laughs> you literally have no idea the role that you're going to play in this world. And my greatest fear is that I don't become all the things that I can be to help everyone unlock whatever role it is that they need to be. So I pursue that every single day. That's beautiful. Something you mentioned there sparked a memory of a, a lady I met a while ago, and, and it, it, it talks about with possibility. It was a lady mm -hmm. who, who spent her younger years raising six kids, and then when all kids were, were grown and out of the house, she decided to go to school and landed up getting three PhDs. Amazing, amazing. And I remember sitting next to her, and my head kind of fell to the side because my, my brain exploded. And I was like, mm -hmm. that's not normally what you hear. <laughs> right. It isn't at all. I mean, it's unorthodox. No, that's for sure. But she was from D.C. Mm -hmm. um, I forget her name. I met her on a cruise ship because she was teaching a course on relationships and human sexuality. Mm -hmm. And I remember just being in deep awe of this woman uh, because, like you said, it was someone who decided, you know, going back up to what we talked about. She decided where her, her power was. She decided who she wanted to be in this world regardless of the circumstance or odds, she said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And she stepped into her purpose and power and, and she claimed it and it was beautiful. And, and it, you know, w was against all situational standards of what quote unquote most people do, but it was magnificent to see someone. And, and the fun part is I think when people do what you just described, where they become the person they want to become, it, it's such a, it's such a standout moment in society because so many people aren't in that moment mm -hmm. that people just stand back in awe and they're like, wow. Well, yeah, it's that, it's that effect. It's that effect of if they can do it, I can do it too, right? And that's why it's so important for us to live in our truth. It's so important for me to not just showcase my big wins, but to showcase, you know, my kid dropped in the toilet and say, look, like, you know, there's a duality there, right? You know, like you can be whatever you have been in your past and still be something totally different and so much greater in the future. And, I, and what's exciting is that with the age of information, we have the opportunity to show that in the most real uh, you know, raw method ever, which is through video and live streaming and podcasts to share these stories and, and find the people that are out there that have stories that are similar to ours, but you know, show how they've overcome. So, uh, yeah, when I hear stories like that, oh my gosh, three degrees after you just realize there's so much life ahead of us, you know, and, and, and whatever life you're living right now doesn't have to be the one that you'll have, you know, 20 years from now. And that's really exciting and encouraging in a lot of ways. That's right. That's right. Speaking of the future, what are you most excited about? Oh my gosh, I'm most excited about a TV project we're working on. So we're in negotiations with a major cable network, me and my husband and my family, um, to you know start my show. It's gonna it's going to be all about uh, business and it's gonna be about raising my family and how how you mentioned the movie Insta Family. It's it's got a huge heaping dose of that. So what I'm excited about with the show is just an opportunity to reach more people um, in another form of media that they can connect with more and show the hot mess express that we are, but how that we're still able to move forward and and spread the message of hope and and impact every single day. So I am super excited and charged about that. How fun. How fun. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to switch gears. This is the second yeah. part of the show, second segment. We call this nuts and bolts. This is the <laughs> tactical, tangible, practical, applicable 
immediate use kind of stuff for people cool. listening. Um, I, it's always a tongue twister for me to say all those words in the right order. You, you did it to yourself, Jarek. You did it to yourself. <laughs> I know. I wrote them down. They're right in front of me. And every time you I say it, it it's still a, still a tricky twister there. You nailed it, though. I got it this time. <laughs> um, so the first question is, where do you currently focus the majority of your thoughts and time and life each day as of right now? So I'm actually, I'm a Christian, I'm a God girl. So I focus a lot of my thoughts on, um, you know, giving it to God. Like if there's something that's difficult for me to, you know, just do what I can to prepare, but then also turn it over to him and um, to like, you know, let my faith fill in the gaps. And then the other thing is to show Jesus. So I want to, in every interaction I have with someone, leave them better than I found them. So if that means showing them grace when they've wronged me or, or showing them, you know, the light and the positivity when they don't believe in themselves, that's where my thoughts are focused. How can I turn it over to God and how can I show Jesus every single day? Oh, it's so beautiful. And in, next question is, what is the key to your success in that? Um, my key to my success in that is to surround myself with people who hold me accountable and um, and people who understand my clearly communicated goals and are willing to hold up a mirror when I'm when I'm doing great and I'm not feeling that way, but also you know shake me if necessary to make sure I'm on the right path. So putting the right people around me is helping keep me facing the right direction. Very cool, very cool. And our final question is, what is one actionable tip? that you can leave listeners with that they can apply in their life to hopefully experience the same kind of success in their life that you've created in yours. Oh my goodness, start today and start small. So I think that oftentimes we have a tendency to amount any sort of radical change we want in our life to making a radically big step. And the reality is just buying a different book, stepping outside the box, embracing something new, trying a new restaurant, having a conversation with someone that's different from us can actually be the first step to bringing about that radical change. So there's no reason to be scared of it because you can start today to be the person you want to be tomorrow. I love it. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. If people want to know about more about your upcoming show or where to find you online, where do we send them? They can head to NicoleWalters.com. Very cool. So that's N-I-C-O-L-E-W-A-L-T-E-R-S.com. Is that correct? That's right. All right. I got it right. Point Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you literally just high-fived yourself, and I'm here for it. I did. I did. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to give yourself a pat on the back or a little high five when you spell things right. It's not my it. specialty in life. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I've misspelled my own name on a slide deck that I was giving a presentation to a very important group about. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's real life. That's so real life. I get real high fives when I spell things right in my book. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you again for joining us. That's NicoleWalters.com if you want to connect with Nicole and see all that she's up to. Now, for those of you listening in, if you found this useful, if you like this and you know someone, a friend, a family member, a colleague, someone that needs to hear this, uh, we believe that sharing is caring around here. We like caring people, so make sure to share it with them. And we very much look forward to seeing you all next episode.